Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are, <laughs> we're here. I'm super tired. So am I. Um, I literally didn't do shit today, so don't know why I'm tired, but. Hey, it'd be like that sometimes, you know? Yeah. I mean, we went to the Christmas party last night. That was fun. We sure did. Look at this <laughs> Oh, God. So weird. That's so, There's yeah. There's gif of a long neck twerking Tina. Long neck twerking. Long name. Hashtag I if that's how they <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So we want to do our intro really quick. We're about to actually watch the documentary itself. Who knows if we're going to actually record tonight. Um, you guys won't hear all of that until after we watch this shit. But we're watching Swiped. Hooking up in the digital age. Because, I mean. <clears throat> what is our life? When's the last time I, like met somebody that I was romantically interested in that I didn't meet on an app. Yeah. Literally have, well. I think I did that in college. (laughs) I I still met people on apps, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't start using Tinder until after me and my college boyfriend broke up. So I was Mm -hmm. like 21. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were out of college at that point, right? No. No. Finishing. No, I still like another year. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I turned 21 and then I did my Disney college program. That's right. And then I had like another Yeah, I had to like finish it up. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I had the apps when I, probably my second year of college. Because my first year I was like, I'm pre-vet. I can't Wait, when did Tinder even become a thing? I don't know, but I was definitely in college when it It was probably like, so how old were you? 18. Oh. I started college earlier because I graduated high school earlier. I definitely so didn't even off. know about it. Like, it was definitely not a thing before me and my boyfriend from college started dating. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. not a thing. It became a thing, like, while we were dating. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we broke up, I was like, I'm getting that for yeah. show. Yeah. That's the good <laughs> shit. And yeah. I haven't really stopped since, so. I mean, yeah. It just becomes an app that you delete and to then that. re-download and Please, delete. Can you say that again? <laughs> delete, re-download, delete. <laughs> Nothing has Tinder. described my relationship <laughs> with Tinder more than what you just said. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes yeah. we delete the app, sometimes we delete the account. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah right now I'm on a delete wow. the account phase. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's the real <laughs> shit. I remember my first deleting the account phase. I was like, yeah. fuck all of you. I can never and I deleted do it again. <laughs> Three weeks later. Yeah. When I'm bored. And it was like attached to Facebook. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, am I going to have to set all this shit back up? And it was like, no. Make it so easy. Yeah, Facebook is here. Um, oh God. Yeah. So it's a never-ending, vicious, vicious, horrible, mm-hmm. exhausting. That's like, the word for it. Exhausting. Yeah. Um. All right. So today we're drinking Acacia Red Blend from California. Wine. It's, it's from so 2012. Good. It's not like 1952. I mean, it's shit. almost 2019. You're right. You're right. It's it's, it's, it's fairly aged. I know nothing about it's, wine. That's probably it's very It's newer obvious. than my car. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My car's old. <laughs> car's older than the wine that we drink. But, you know, we got it for free, so I'm not going to complain. Free wine. The, at Acacia, they have been making wine since 1979. So. Whatever. It's good. Yep. It's great. <laughs> Delish. It's red wine. I don't usually drink red wine. I'm going to go put the rest back in the fridge so that it stays cool. But it matches my pants. It sure is. So nice. Yay. 
All right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to watch this. It's like an hour and a half long. I really want to get through the whole thing. Yeah, but who knows if we will. We might do a two-parter episode. That could yeah, be I'd be thing. cool with that. If, I, if we have enough content halfway through, this can definitely be a two-parter. Yeah, because even if we get halfway through and we have enough oh, to talk about, we can pause this. Or we can, like, do it, finish the recording tonight, and then watch the rest and finish the recording later. What? Oh, Gwen! Oh, my God, she looks so cute. Oh, yeah. I know Gwen can't say welcome back, but she welcomes you back. Kind oh, of. shit. All right, putting it on pause. All right. Here we fucking are. All right, we did it. We finished it all in one setting. And we're recording all in one sitting. (laughs) We finished our wine. That's going to be pretty obvious, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) While we record this. We're like coming down from the wine high, and now we're getting in the wine low. And we're just... (laughs) I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. Basically, what we're saying is if we both lay down in our beds, we would be asleep in less than 10, ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but it's fine because we, you know, now or never. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My notes are in my phone and we record in my phone. So okay. you're welcome. <laughs> So, basically, um, one thing I did say towards the beginning of this, like, in this documentary, they are, like, the first scene is them at a party or whatever. And I said to Cheyenne, I would have related to this much more about three years ago. Because they're just, like, I think they're, like, in their early 20s, which I know you're only 23, but. Yeah. I think You're only 25. Well, I know, but I still feel like. I don't know. I get, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's just like we're also both. In like our those early those kids are the, that early twenties is a fuck my life. Them <laughs> youngins. The people that we were watching are like twenty two, and that seems so young to me. Yeah. yeah. Which that was only like last year for you. I though. mean, that's the thing though. It's I've never hung out with people my age. Mm-hmm. Never hung out with people that are much younger than me. I've always been the youngest person in my friend group. Yeah. So I've also saw them that way. Like, we literally saw I their faces, mean, and yeah. I was like, are they 12? They're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And it's like, I but know yeah. that I still look like that without makeup on. <laughs> like, I still have baby face. I will always yeah. have baby face. Um. Yeah, it opens in Austin, Texas in a party. Yeah. And so yeah. we get some college vibes. For sure, yeah. And I would be interested, like, I was kind of hoping that, like, I think what the description was, like, follows different people in the social dating app. And I feel like the only other age group that they covered was that guy, Kyle. Yeah. Because he was, like, in his, like, early 30s. Yeah, the same. And the girl that he was dating was 27. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I've, everybody else that they talked to, I feel like, was, like, younger yeah. than us. I wish they would have done it generationally, too, because, like, they did Match and E-Harmony, like, back in the day, and then yeah. they created Tinder and stuff for yeah, people our true. age, yeah. and, like, there's definitely I gotta mean, be still, generational like, difference. Yeah, there's definitely still older people that do that, like, divorced people. Oh, yeah, they hop right on them dating. Yeah, apps. definitely. Farmers only? Far- <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be lonely. Oh, uh, uh, Oh, like, man. All I right. don't know. Like, my overall reaction to the thing was just, like, not very positive. Yeah, it wasn't like a... I don't want to say it wasn't a negative documentary. Because yeah. there are definitely negative... Yeah. That whole... 
we'll get to it, but, like, the whole ending was hard. Yeah. Um, well, and also, like, I thought it was funny that, you know, there, like, there were scenes of the documentarians, like, showing people... I I guess they were insinuating in the video that they were on dates, but it was just a shit ton of people everywhere out in public on their phones. And Cheyenne goes, oh, that's so sad. And I just looked at her and I said, that's us. Like that was, I mean, last night at Disney, we went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and we're just sitting there waiting for the parade and all fucking four of us are just sitting there on our phones. Yeah, we're not talking to each other. Taking pictures so we can post them on our goddamn Instagrams. And did we? Yep. Did all four of us post on Instagram <laughs> last night? Yeah. 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 You're sure. Yeah. You're yep. goddamn right we did. Yep. It's. You know? And it's like. So. Yeah. And it's not something that we consciously are thinking about. In the moment. Like when I'm on yeah. dates, I consciously realize that I've picked up my phone and I set that shit back down. <laughs> yeah. No. But I'm like the same when way, I'm hanging like, out with you yeah. guys, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. We're that's check so Instagram true. Now. Yeah. That's definitely true. I feel like. I feel like. Definitely, like, with one person in particular mm-hmm. in my life currently, mm-hmm. I don't, like, want to look at my phone at yeah. all. And even, like, actually speaking of that, when we were hanging out the other night, like, he pulled out his phone to show me something, and he was like, oh, it's like, sorry to pull up my phone right now, but I just want to show you this, like, funny picture, you know? <gasps> wow. So, like, I, like that's kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Because, like, like you just said, in every other instance, we're just, like, whatever. Chilling. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's all so weird because I feel like, you know, like, a lot of the people in that documentary, too, were saying, like, we are children of the internet. Like, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like, we and had it's like AIM even, when we were so young. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't even have, like, we think it's funny when kids now don't know what dial-up is, but, like, our parents think it's funny because we do know what dial-up is yeah. and that we have had dial-up and now we have wireless everywhere. Like, My mom still doesn't get the concept of yeah, free Wi-Fi in it's places. It's barely been 10 years since the first iPhone came out. Are you yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. They showed the fucking iPhone commercial They in were, this. like, showing, like, a <sighs> newscast. That was, like, And the iPhone. anchor is, like, it, it was from 2007. And she's, like, well, now they're rolling out the iPhone. It's, like, an iPod and a phone mixed together. And, and a it's computer like, all in your cell phone. Yeah, oh. and it's it's like oh holy fucking Whoa. shit! Like that's our whole life now. Mm. That was barely. I have a brand new ago. iPhone, guys. Brand new. Right yeah, now. and that's all I really want right now in my life, so I can <laughs> take better pictures of my goddamn cat. <laughs> <laughs> At little cat went on Instagram. <laughs> Oh my god like holy shit so if you guys can't tell by this like very conversation a lot of this is very i mean obviously by the title it's very technology based but it's also yeah. very like relationship based um yeah, it mean, opens yeah. on that girl talking about how she's like i'm in a committed relationship and i love him but also but also i talk to guys on snapchat so that the conversations disappear and nobody will catch me doing it yeah and he was like and the interviewer was like what do you mean people you're not supposed to talk to and she goes oh you know like my boyfriend who gets on tinder and like snapchats girls he's not supposed to yeah so like i saw that and i do the same thing yeah what yeah. and that it's, concept like, crazy, to me is but crazy. like I mean, I fucking, I've done that. I can't do that. That freaks I was, me out. I was in, like, my first serious, serious relationship when it happened. And it was just like I was talking about when we did our fucking intro. Yeah. Like, talking about how Tinder came out while I was dating my college boyfriend. And so he hate. Okay, I guess I'll just tell the story now for mm-hmm. all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, like I said, had never gotten on Tinder for any reason because I had a boyfriend when it started to be more big. And I didn't even really, like, understand what it was. And there was one day, I'm a shady bitch. He was in the shower. I was looking on his phone. And he had the Tinder app on his phone. And I was looking at it. And I, he gets out and I'm like, why the fuck do you have this on your phone? And he's just like, oh, like, it's just a game. It's just like to see how many, like, matches you can get. And okay, I was, I was like, what, 19 when this was happening? Yeah. Maybe 20. I think 19 for this particular part. But yeah, so I'm just like, okay, well. Fucking don't, bitch. Like, I'm not just, I don't know. It's just like. It's all fucked, really. Yeah. Well, and it's like, because you said, you lit, like, when she was talking about it, you were like, fair. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, in my head. I didn't say that out loud. But, yeah. like, if I, so like, she said that she had talked to her boyfriend about it and that they, he would be like, oh, like, let's move past it. And it's like, okay, like, once or twice I'm doing that shit, but third time's a fucking charm boy bye and that's because i'd give too many fucking chances anyways because i know people out there that would be like the moment i see that app on your phone like i'm not even questioning you i'm out like i yeah Yeah. like i know people that are like that and i wish i had that like strength but honestly i I feel like i don't do that for my personal self because like i'm just not secure enough with myself yeah I guess, really. Yeah. So maybe that's. I'm where scared it all to walk from. away from something that I have. Yeah, exactly. Because who knows when the fuck else you get another one? Yep. <laughs> when you'll catch another one and reel them in. God, and that's so and- like it's just oh my god, it's all so fucked, and it all just stems from like so many different like fucked up. Uh, what's the word? Like, there's just so many, like, pockets of society that are fucked up, and they all just come together to, like, fuck you up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it's an umbrella of fucked up. I don't up. really know if that makes any sense. No, it did. It was just really funny that you were, like, you know? this fucked up, all in fucked yeah. up. Because it's like, you know, beauty societal standards fucks you up personally, and then this whole, like, online dating scene is fucked and then you throw your fucked up self into this whole fucked up situation and it's just like how the fuck is anybody supposed to like how is anybody supposed to function function without like properly fucking xanax yeah you said fuck like 10 times which is why i was laughing i'm sorry it was great (laughs) fuck's my favorite cuss word friends i feel and i like drink a lot of wine and i'm just that's how yeah. I feel. And that documentary gets you, not, like, emotional, but, like, definitely gets you thinking. I definitely but, felt sad when it was over, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got lots wrong. of notes. Uh, the, we're still at the party when the guy and this, this guy and this girl in another interview say, like, they're both kind of chiming in. And the guy says women should be able to use it in the same way. As, like, the men usually do, which is typically for a hookup. And then she says, yes, but the playing field still isn't even. So, like, that's very relevant. And then they use, like, keywords, social coercion. Social coercion. And that's very true. Because it's, like, not only do you, like, not only do guys feel pressured to be hooking up with people, but girls feel pressured to, like, be casual about it because yeah, that's like, the only way they're getting attention right exactly. now because the guys aren't looking for relationships and if they are they're not fucking admitting to it exactly sean and 
John and I, neither of us were looking at a, for a relationship at the time, and it d- it took us a year to get to that point, and then we were like, okay, we'll see what happens, and then shit hit the fucking fan, and it's like, it wouldn't have had we not been pressured by everything else going on with yeah. us. Yeah. Well, and it's like that one guy was talking about, and he was like, like, you basically just have to put on this whole big front that you don't care, you don't care, you don't care. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's like, even if you do care, you can't fucking say it. Yeah. Because and I why? Think- but you can't. Like, I no. can't even give you a reason why you can't, but you can't. No, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't think that they shouldn't, that they should feel like that. Because, to me, like, guys feel like they have to not say things that they care. But like I said during the documentary, I was like, I've never met a girl that doesn't want to know that you care. Exactly. Every single yeah, girl I know wants to so... know that you care. Are you listening, men? <laughs> Are you fucking listening? Because tell well, your you girl. And listen to it again. Yeah. Tell well, your girl. people in the back. That you love her. <laughs> if you do. If you don't, don't fucking God. do that shit. Walk away. Yeah. It's ridiculous that they feel that way because like we, Okay soapbox slash not soapbox like people are always like attacking the word feminist because it's been kind of twisted depending on how people that are not so smart about it take it but like feminist means equal equal men equal women mm-hmm. equal everything equal lgbtq plus equal everything let's do this shit so in my feminist belief i believe that men should have like they have every single fucking right to have feelings yeah. And for whatever reason, society still isn't telling them that. No matter how many, like, social media campaigns are out there saying that everybody yeah. should be equal and that women well, should have the have strength, men should also be able to have emotions. But like, at the same time, uh, shit like Tinder exists. Where we're out there, they're we're out there showing our boobs man. and our nice fucking eyebrows and all that shit. And the guys are like, oh, look at me, shirtless in a kayak. Don't you want to hang Let out me with me? hold this big fish. Look at me at a music festival. I'm so fucking trendy. <laughs> I'm so cool. Yeah, we have to be trendy and men have to be masculine. Like, fuck everything. And it's like, and here's the thing. So I will also, this is more of like a personal note, but like, I am not. One of those, I give kudos. I have a really good friend from Gainesville. She shaved her whole head. She's polyamorous. Polyamorous. She shaved her whole head. She's gorgeous. She's great. She's so comfortable in everything that she does, at least outwardly. I know that she's probably had a lot of internal battles in her life. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not a woman that could shave my head and still feel beautiful. No, yeah, no way. Like, so it's like, I complain about some of the society things, but I also know myself. And, like, there are things in society where I'm like, I do want that for me. But is it because society told me I do? Or is it because my brain is like, oh, that's cute, and I Mm. like that, and that's me who I am? (sighs) Fucking Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I know. Um, We're getting off real hard over here guys like it's this is a lot happening <laughs> this is a lot this um, is just like literally we looked at the title of this documentary and we were like we have to watch that we have to do it and might i add at one point of the watching this i looked over at cheyenne while we're watching this documentary and i said are you fucking swiping <laughs> are you swiping right now she was. Oh, I was. I <laughs> fucking was. I literally matched the guy at the beginning of when we started watching this. And so we were talking and then I just kept getting back on the app yeah. after we were done I mean, com- having just, conversations and I was swiping. And I was just like, oh. 
yeah, it was ridiculous. Also, okay, I think... Did I skip anything? No. Um... Ooh, the girl mentioned constantly haunted by FOMO. That's so real. Constantly haunted by FOMO. That's so real. Yeah. Like, oh, and she she didn't even mean it like, oh, I want to be out with my friends while they're out and I'm just not. She also meant it as, like, she'll get on blogs and YouTube channels and see, like, beautiful women or cool houses or cool travel pics. And she wants to be involved in all of that. And, like... Social media definitely makes that worse. Yeah. Insert my Disney Instagram. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I made that shit originally just to, like, make friends with the people that do the Disney Instagram mm-hmm. so that when I came to Disney, I could, like, meet up with cool people and be like, what's up? Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to get into that because it's so, like, time crunching and all this other shit. And then I moved here. Yeah. And was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Constantly haunted by FOMO. I feel like I feel that on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even recently, like, in the last, I don't know, like, several months, like, there are just days where, like, I go to work and I come home and I I don't even sit down and I'm getting ready to go out and do something else. Yeah, that's scary to me. I do that. I wish I could do that. A lot. Yeah. And it's just like, why? Because I just, I always want to be doing something. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. I don't Mm -hmm. even have that want in my body. Yeah, I, I like don't know what it is. Me and my coworker were talking about that the other day. I think it's FOMO a little bit, at least part of Probably it. Probably a little bit. But like you I mean you're happy to go out. Oh, so that's it's true. like FOMO. I'm not like forcing myself. Yeah, FOMO sometimes doesn't even give you happiness to go out. You're just I, like, yeah. I gotta go because I gotta go. Well, I feel like if I just sit at home I'll just be like I don't know, it just like I don't know, makes me more yeah. anxious. I was to say anxiety home. makes it different too because like yeah. I ha- I don't have it, but like I have it about things, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. So it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um cuz like for me sitting at home sounds fucking great, but also my job is ridiculous. Yeah. Um not in a bad way, but like ridiculous. But like even me and my coworker the other day were talking about it. she's like when she first got hired, she wanted to be at Disney all the time. She would work, she would go to Disney. She would go to Disney and then go to work. Like whatever it was, she was always there and she's like now I'm just such a homebody. Because yeah. I've gotten all of it out of my system. And I'm like, see, I'm still in the going to Disney phase. But I'm also in the homebody phase. Like, I know that I have to drive so far. So, like, if I go home, I'm not going to Disney unless somebody else is driving oh, me. No, or like, around. Yeah. Or, like, if yeah. I go to Disney, I'm going right after work. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to stay there until midnight. Or, like, all of these things. So, it's like, I'm stuck somewhere in between. Because I love being a homebody. And if my job I'm wasn't... Not as- a girl. Not yet a woman. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically me and a lyric, a lyric. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, also, this I just need to mention this part because I literally wrote it. I wrote, "Is he emotionally stable?" LOLOL. <laughs> that was one of their questions, right? I don't know. They they were just talking about emotionally stable. We're just like emotionally stable. What is that? What even is that? I've not that met exists. a man that's emotionally stable. In I don't even ever. fucking what even what is that ever? What does it mean to be emotionally stable? I'm sure it's fuck not emotionally stable. Yeah, no. And it's like, how did I get this way? I don't even know. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you said that at the exact moment I ended my sentence. Like, you were ready. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I just yeah, that's where I'm at. Um. Oh my god. All right, what's next? Oh shit, this was such a good point. So. 
being somebody that studied social media and graphics and video and everything, you are well aware of the images that you're putting in and how relevant they are to the context of what you're doing. Um, and like the consumer even maybe. And yeah, and you're thinking about who's take who's consuming it, like who is your audience. Yeah. Um, who's viewing it and what's going to appeal to them. And they mentioned that photos are a disproportionately large role in, in swiping. Mate yeah, is what he said. Yeah, the yeah. Guy. Because if you open up a Tinder or OkCupid or all of the above, the largest part of your screen is going to be a photo. Yeah, and that is your first instinct to yeah. either like or dislike, and yeah. then learn more. Because he was saying before, it's like you meet somebody. You know, like, in person, you see how they are. You get a better grasp on their personality, their, you know, how good of a conversationalist they are, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, when you put it in the perspective that we have now as far as, like, online dating, that all goes out the window. And you you really do just base your very first judgment of the person on what their picture is. Because it's, like, if I don't... If I don't care about what's going on in your picture, like, it ends right there immediately. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if I'm slightly interested in what's going on in your picture, maybe I'll read your bio, and then maybe that'll get me. Mm-hmm. Or I'll but swipe it, through the rest of the pictures, and then I'll read your bio, right, or too. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, and sometimes I'll go in between both of them, and I'm like, is this even worth it? Yeah, if I question it, I'm usually like, no. Yeah, exactly. Because, because I'm meeting kind of you time. through an app. Yeah. And then as soon as I swipe, like they said this at some point, I don't remember the context of this in the documentary, but it's like as soon as you swipe to another one, somebody else is there immediately already. Yeah, you're already immediately re-stimulated and re-interested in yeah. another category, basically. This is like the, gotta be the most interesting branch of psychology that exists <gasps> at this point in time. Yeah. Also, like, dating historians are a part of it. So. Apparently, there are people who are paid to be dating historians, so. Who there fucking you go. are you? Like, I'm pretty sure her thing said dating historian, Harvard From University. Harvard. What? Okay. Harvard. Are you getting good standards still? Because I'm confused. What's happening? Um, also, founders, there was one female out of all of them. There was three males that were co-founders to Tinder. Yeah. And she co-founded Tinder and then founded Bumble. Yeah. And then, like, in 20... Later on in the episode, it shows us that in 2018, OkCupid got its first female CEO. Fuck off. What? (laughs) Like, there should be a male and a female equally in power at every single one of these places. Because that is... Well, yeah. And then there should be, like... A gay representation. And then a trans... <laughs> there need to be, like, a council of CEOs from every single, like, yeah. dating perspective to create the most well-rounded dating app. And, like, I mean, I'm not saying that these people are not good at what they do because they were describing how they created this and how they made this an addicting opportunity for everyone. Yeah. Like, it's addicting because of the sounds that it gives you when you get a match. There's a match, like pop up so you're like oh like a prize and there's a good sound that goes with it i mean they even go into this shit with like fucking bf skinner talking about the pigeons and like variable variable outcomes or whatever it's ridiculous it's i mean not ridiculous but like crazy it is ridiculous but do we do it yeah right it's ridiculous in like the coolest way like Like, that blows my mind the way that like our brains are wired to like fall for this shit and and we all do yeah um they also mentioned that in 2017, it was making more money than any other app. 
in 2012 it had just launched on college campuses like the girl that founded bumble she hadn't founded bumble yet she'd founded that in 2014 but in 2012 still like team tinder at that point yeah when she was promoting tinder she went to all the all the sorority houses and was like get on this app like you're gonna love this app it's gonna be dating it's gonna be fun blah 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 so she went in all the sorority houses and then she took her and a few friends and they went to all the frat houses and they were like okay all of the kai-fis are already in here all the tri-delts are already in here get on there they're waiting on you and the boys were obviously like okay yeah <laughs> i'm like don't gotta tell holy shit like oh that's crazy um they also one of the guys i think it was was it kyle he's like oh yeah he like mentions the concept of the rebound guy he's like every time i'm on here i meet a girl that's looking for a rebound and then she's like oh i'm still in love with him or uh bye or ghosts you i mean uh, we definitely all do that too yeah and i've definitely gotten that from guys too yeah yeah hardcore they'll be like hey i just like broke up with my girlfriend i'll be like all right bye (laughs) I'm usually out before that conversation is over. Seriously. <laughs> I make that conversation end very quickly. Because I'm like, that's fine if you want to, like, rebound hook up once. That is really but true, like, though, that it's like, as soon as that shit ends, like, Tinder's on your phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't have it before, as soon as, like, it's like a switch flips and you're just like, I have to get on Tinder. Tinder is your rebound. Tinder itself is your rebound. Yeah, it doesn't even matter who you meet on it. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that you're, like, using That you have it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. But that, yeah, that's some real shit. And it's, like, it, this, whatever whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be over. It's, like, as soon as you feel, like, if it if we're, if we're it's, like, a parabola, as soon as you're, like, approaching the top of the parabola, as soon as it makes that turn to start going downward, you're just, like, okay, I, sh- I better get this just in case. <laughs> I've never had that feeling, but I do get oh, what yeah, you mean. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if, no, what if like, this goes south? Like, I, then what? Then I just have no one? That's not I cool. get what you mean by, like, the concept of, like, having that as a backup plan and being like, all right, this is going to be on my phone just in case this happens. Like, I totally get what you mean. I just don't think I've had th- But I also haven't been in a real relationship in a long-ass time. Yeah, I don't even... Well, I'm not talking about relationships. Yeah, I was going to say, like, in in yeah in a setting where I'm not technically in a relationship, it usually just stays on my phone, and I'm just not on it. Like, I've, I do delete and re-download Tinder a lot. Well, I don't say a lot, but, like, every few years, if I've deleted it, I'll probably re-download it in the next few months. But, like, usually I just leave it on my phone. Yeah. All right, I'm back. I feel like... Turn your discovery off. Yeah. I, we kind of touched on this again in the little intro that we recorded, but I feel like for for me, it's it's just a cycle. It's like you get on there, you match with however many guys right off the bat, however many of them start talking to you, they either get your number, they get your Snapchat, whatever it is, you talk to them, some of them you like talk to once and then never again, and it's no big deal, you're just like, okay, on to the next one. I feel like Tinder's tagline should be, okay, on to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, that's literally, if I'm even opening the app, that's what I'm thinking in my head. 
all right. I'll because that's one. what you're doing when you're swiping. You're exactly. like, all right, all right, all right. The next one. Yeah. And, oh okay, you don't want to hang out with me anymore? That's all right, so on to the next one. That's fucking funny. Are you, and you know why? You know why I'm inherently doing it? Because you're probably on to the motherfucking next one anyways. <laughs> yeah, because they're also fucking on there. You're on the yeah. same app. Yeah, exactly. Same app. And it's like, okay, I deleted it. Did you? I have no idea. I can't ask you. Yeah. It's not my place to ask then, you. Then you, you seem, like, emotionally boyfriend. unstable. <laughs> because I asked you a fucking question. Oh, is that how I see <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I like that we scream and then we laugh oh, maniacally no. afterwards. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Wow. However, right. let me just say, in general, I think every woman, every woman that they focused on in this documentary for more than one scene described Tinder as exhausting and yes. I want I I've never heard a guy say that Tinder is exhausting. No, none it's, of them said it. But like I I'm I'm glad we're all in agreement as women. That yeah, this shit is so exhausting. Yeah, every single woman said it was exhausting. Yeah, they said it's a lot because of work. it is. Yeah, because you have to have the right photos on there, and then you have to care enough to answer or to message first because you're getting all these matches. Yeah, and some guys are vulgar, so then you just unmatch them, or you have to message first because there's. The guy's not messaging you, but he's also not being vulgar. So you're like, oh, let's see where this goes. It's just, and, and <coughs> it's just exhausting to me. Like, emotionally, it's like, oh, my God. I'm, like, putting myself out there to so many people all at the same time. And it's just like, oh, my, I just need to, like, step back, chill for a second. But then it's like, once you step back, it's like, okay, but, like. I'm not going anywhere, so I got to get, get going. Yeah, exactly. Like. I don't know, like, where... This is gonna sound really fucked up. And I don't necessarily feel this way all the time. I definitely have before, but it's like, okay, but how else do you get, like... If you're not getting your validation from yourself, if you're not strong enough to get that kind of validation from yourself, which I'm not, Mm -hmm. that's how you get your validation. As as a person. It's really weird, too, to think about this as a concept of, like, you want to get validation, because I'm also the same way. It's like, I am not at that point where I give myself enough validation. But, like, the other night when we went to the party, I felt great. I didn't need shit from anyone. I felt so good. And, like, in those moments, I feel great. And then I get home, and, like, not necessarily last night, but, like, I'll get home from work one day, I'll shower, and I'll lay down in bed, and I'll be like, I'm really lonely. Like, I wish somebody would, like, come hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, we could just be completely fine by our fucking selves, but we're not because... Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we know there's all these guys out there that could be in our beds right now. Yeah. Not necessarily to have sex with them, but just no. to, like, fucking I be just there. want someone's company. I just want, like, there's there's a reason, like, for OkCupid, there's an option for you to put click, like, short or long-term relationship, hookup, new friends, something else, I think, is another option. Like, there's another option, I think. And it's, like, I put long-term relationship and new friends. Those are my only two things that are checked off. If I'm wrong and you're on my OkCupid, fucking tell me. Also, if you're on my OkCupid and you're listening to this right now, it's you, Dune. Um, fucking message a bitch. I'm just saying. I don't saying. have that, so but I don't really know about it. So. It's nice because it's a little more extensive. It's definitely where I would be looking for a relationship with someone. But um, all the options. Yeah. But it's like, I don't have hookup checked off. So, like, if you have hookup checked off and I check you off... Either I'm down to hook up or, like, you also have other things checked off and I'm trying to see where that's going to go. But I also have new friends on there. But no, every... (laughs) (laughs) 
Every single guy that I've ever passed on there has new friends on there. And I'm like, I know you're not looking for new friends. You don't want to be my you goddamn don't friend. Want to be my friend and all I want is a guy friend to fucking come over and game with me. Yeah. Just come over and game with me. Let's watch fucking Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm not going to be able to go out and meet somebody like that either unless they're at a Star Wars convention, which is going to be potentially, but there it'll be in Chicago. So, like, nobody's going to live here. But I, like, I, even out in public, I couldn't be like, oh, do you want to come over and game? Because out in public, I'm probably at a bar. Yeah. Even if I'm at, like, a bar drinking beer and playing pool, like, even if I'm at a casual bar and not, like, out-out. Those guys are there to either hook up with people or, like, have good conversation. They're not over to, like, chill. And if guys are out there and they're down doing that, somebody fucking tell me. Because I don't know where they're at. I, I have no idea. I'm I, so I have confused. no fucking idea. Also. <laughs> That's also very evident just in my life. <laughs> we, we None of us know what we're doing. Just so everyone's aware. Um, they also made a- so I don't cry. <laughs> They also made a good point about how the whole internet is a dating app. And, like, you get... Okay, I want to mention this word just so everyone has this word in their pocket. Situationship. Situationship. (laughs) You're not in relationships nowadays unless you have hit the fucking jackpot, apparently. Um, Literally everyone I know that's in a relationship is engaged. I don't know anybody that's got, like, a long-term boyfriend like they've been together for a few years and now they're engaged and then that's it and they either don't getting they they don't get married or they end up getting married that i don't know anybody that's in like a regular like we go out on dates and we are exclusively only together i I know we're having casual sex and i'm having sex with other people or i'm engaged that's it (laughs) yeah those are my only two like visuals right now with how the fuck do you even like make the transition like i feel like Maybe it's just because I don't really want to be in a relationship, but then there's also a part of me that's like, what? okay, do I just keep telling myself that? <coughs> you know, because I have no idea how you even go from like one, from like swiping right on somebody on Tinder to like being someone's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that even happen? And I've done it before, and I guess like in the moment it makes sense as it's happening, <coughs> but... Just, like, in this moment right now, I just feel like Ricky Bobby not knowing what to do with his fucking hands. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just, like, It's I a weird uh, transition. And I think, I and I know. know, like, I talk mad shit about him because he's my only recent thing. But, like, Sean, we didn't ever do that. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, we went from, like, being super casual to, like, not talking at all to, like, rekindling to being, like, okay, we're going to try a relationship when I get back in Florida. And it was not a a seamless transition, which I think is why it got so fucked up so quickly. Because we both had different ideas in our heads of what it was. And it's like, if you don't, if you're not straightforward and you don't have the same idea, if you don't have a real conversation about it nowadays, like before, like my mom and I. nobody wants to bring it up. Nobody wants to be the first person to say it. Guys don't want to have feelings and girls don't want to get looked at like they have feelings. Yeah. Because if we do, then we're like crazy and crazy. Yeah. Which is. So Annoying. it's like, we can't fucking say anything. This is me, Because as soon as off. we do, like, if they have, like, if they're, like, just not into it, then it's like, then then they just, then they just ghost you. Then they just don't want to talk to you anymore because, yeah. like, you. Because you have emotions. Yeah. And you brought them up. 
<laughs> and you're involving them. Yeah, in your emotions. The emotions. You're so making like, them have emotions, so they're like, oh, I don't want to feel anything, bye. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, well then, like, stop coming over and sleeping in my bed and cuddling my cat all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but don't stop either because it's really great. Because and I, I really want to like cuddle it. with you. Yeah. And you smell really good. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Wow. I feel like I should be at that point. I mean, this is only our third episode, so I'm not at that point where I can edit out all of our laughing bursts. Because, guys, I don't care enough to sit down and edit out no. all of the times that we bust out laughing. No. Also, it makes it funnier. If you're not laughing at us, then fucking fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, I was yeah, talking about... What? I was just going to say, with everything that I just said, like, you just have to keep keeping this persona <coughs> that you're chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, like, I feel like I'm, like, a chill person, but then when I really think about it, like, I'm not chill at all. I'm not chill at all. (laughs) (laughs) I literally am not chill. But, like, I feel like if somebody just, like, met me, they'd be like, oh, my God, she's chill. You are. You're not not chill. Yeah, but, like, but I'm, but I'm not awesome. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's everyone. <laughs> I am very chill internally, and then What's like, like something happens externally where I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> and I don't react the way that my brain is reacting. Like things will, like a good example is things will happen at work, and I'll be like, all right, in my head, and then externally I'm like, oh okay. I'll fix it or something so like that. Cool. And it's like, no, like I'll overreact visually in my face or something. But internally I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, it's not that fucking big of a deal. Mm. It's, it's weird. I've got like kind of the opposite effect. Like, I don't know what it means, but it's fine. I'll fix it one day. Um, so I can make therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also... Gotta throw in there that Joe Santagato was in it. Yeah, he they were, made a cameo. Yeah, they were scrolling through, like, YouTubes that are talking about dating shit. Uh, He's talking about sliding in the DMs. Slide into the DMs. He had a whole YouTube... He has, like, a whole YouTube series about, like, how-tos of things. Like, there's, like, I think one on, like, Christmas gift... Or shopping for others or something. But this one was sliding into the DMs. He's still really funny. I still love him. If you guys don't know who he is, you can get on YouTube and find him. It's Joe Santagato, or you can listen to The Basement Yard. Basement Yard is much more, I don't want to use the word vile, but that's the first word that came to my head. Um, They got a lot of cuss words, man. They talk a lot about crazy shit, and it's usually him and, like, one of his guy buddies, so it's a lot of guy shit, too. Hashtag guy shit. Yeah. Um, Oh, I thought it was very strange. (coughs) So in at the beginning of the documentary, this guy matches with a girl on Tinder and like goes out for coffee with her, and then right mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. in the next scene, he's like talking to his guy friends about the Tinder date. Yes, and it's so weird because we do that. Yes, immediately. It's like as soon as we get done with the date, we're calling each other. Yeah, and we're just like, oh my fucking! I God. just went on this blah, Tinder blah, date. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. Oh my god, it was so amazing. Like when like you guys can totally come to our wedding and blah blah blah. And then it's like yeah. three days later, it's like just kidding, never mind. Yeah. We're never gonna talk again. Or or the flip of that, oh my god, guys, that was horrible. I'm never talking to that guy again. Like Yeah. But anyways, um yeah, it was definitely interesting <coughs> to see the guy being like Did they do that for good TV or did they do that because that's what that's really a good happened? Question. Just because they're our age, like, they are young. They are there for being on TV, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. They could totally do that. And I'm sure some guys definitely do that. But. That'll make no goddamn difference to me, I guess. Yeah. Um. The best part. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this where we're at already? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. I know. Um. So. They talk about, like, Clark Kent syndrome where they might be mild-mannered in real life and dating apps give them the opportunity to feel powerful um, sexually and, like, masculinity-wise. And then they throw in the dick pic concept. They're, like, they're like girls on camera that they're interviewing, like, as they're getting dick pics. It's and so they just funny. show this shit to the camera immediately. Yeah, and she, they only put an emoji over the tip. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah, cover yeah, the yeah. whole tip. And I just look at Cheyenne and I'm like, is this not us? It's exactly what happens. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, that shit was not acting because we guys, are here for if it. If you have ever sent a dick pic to a girl and she was with her girlfriends, they've all seen your dick. Even if she wasn't with her girlfriends, I've definitely screenshotted that shit and been like, look at this guy's dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're fucked, bro. Yeah. Like, we're not going to, like, revenge porn you or anything, but it's... See, that's the difference between men and women. Yeah. We're just, like, show. we're either showing it off or laughing really fucking hard. Yeah. Or, you know, both, because sometimes it's just funny when you get a dick pic and you're like, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, can yeah. you either fuck off or I feel like I this looks really great? I gotten that many, like, uns... I mean, I definitely have gotten unsolicited <laughs> dick pics, but not that many. No, usually, you, okay. usually there's, like, a... a context transition into getting one. okay yeah. yeah in which case like i mean i don't always not yeah. want to get one right like, i'm not i'm fine that's another thing about, i guess that's another thing i guess there's some um, women who like never want to yeah. get one ever but like yeah. i'm not like that i was gonna say there's girls like, out there that hate dick about, pics yeah. and i'm just like why yeah. like not in a bad way like if you don't like dick pics it's that's fine whatever like to each their own like if you're gonna go yeah. get the real thing do it girl yeah but <laughs> yeah like also i'm not opposed to it yeah i just want to know this is like all right <laughs> i just want to know what guys think we do with them do you think we like stare at it for long periods of time because you know that's what they do with girls pictures yeah. they're just like into it and like we're just kind of like Look at this. Yeah, and then yeah we close yeah, our yeah. phone. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> that's what we do with your dick. That's really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that. That was a good scene. It was for sure. great. It was so funny. Ugh. And then she definitely gagged, and it was hilarious. Because <laughs> he said he sent like three in a row, and she showed the first two, and then she looked at the third one, and she went, <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, like, get nervous that, like, your nudes are on the internet somewhere? All the time. All the time. All the time. All, All the time. time. Yeah. That's so scary. Because it's, like, in retrospect, it's, like, <clears throat> well, I don't fucking, well, I don't really 
really even trust this person? I don't know this person well enough to be, mm-hmm. like, doing this. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Especially if you just match them on Tinder and you're just like, I'm real turned on. Here you go. Have this. You coming over? <laughs> That's so scary. I've never done oh, I've never done that, just so everyone knows. I've never just been like, hey, here's, here's this. Here, have this. Yeah, no, I've, never, I've, I've never done that. It's not like, what is it? It's not for you. It's not a thing for you to just keep <laughs> like i'm not giving this to you as a gift like yeah but yeah um, still like it's it's scary to think about yeah um hi gwen gwen um okay you said you wanted to talk about this how the creator bumble says that women messaging yeah. first takes away initial masculine aggression and then like another woman another a dating historian follows her up by saying now women have to do more work by messaging first on bumble yeah and that makes it harder on women she was just saying like oh look another thing that women have to do yeah i don't think that's how how it was looking at it yeah that's how she was coming across in my perspective no yeah she was very like like, offended another thing that like women have to do another burden that women have to bear is what she was saying yeah like oh now they have to do this, 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 and this. And now they have to message the guy first. The guy can't even t- type out a three-word message first. Which, and it's like, two things. Wait, continue. Well, continue. no, go ahead. Well, just two things. If the girl doesn't want to message first, she doesn't have to have a bumble on her phone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then exactly. Then other go back thing, on fucking Tinder and yeah. get, like, uns- and get you some unsolicited dick pics then in that case. Yeah, and like the other thing, if she has bumble and she doesn't want to message first, all right. She doesn't have to and then. She doesn't have to. It's our decision. We're still making the decision. Like, the app is just there for that opportunity. Because there are strong women. Like, I've had Bumble off and on. Like, I've had Tinder. And, like, I've had success and I've had failure at it. And I won't say failure, but, like, not success. I've never used it. It's not Um, I think I've, like, had an account before, but I literally, I, like, never met anybody on it or, like, anything. I thought. that. And I don't know, I guess just because Tinder has worked for me, so I just yeah. haven't really branched out to anything else. I met one really great guy on it while I was in college, and Bubble. it just, yeah, it just didn't, we had, like, a bad ending to whatever we were doing. Um, situation. Yeah, like, a weird situation ship ending. Um, but it was, like, a really great, like, friendship in general. Um, but, like, for me... I thought, like, my initial, uh, like, pull towards Bumble was whenever, like, because obviously commercials are meant to appeal to you. I saw some an advertisement for it, and it was, like, more attractive men. Oh. <laughs> and I thought that was such That's a lie, but I downloaded it anyways, and it wasn't really wrong. <laughs> oh. Like, there were more attractive men on there, and, like, I've met people on there that were interested in a relationship, and then it just, like, didn't, we just ended up stopped talking. Yeah. Um, but again, I was in college too, so I was less focused on that. And now that I'm not as focused on class, <laughs> yeah, and I've got more free time, my brain is just like, hmm, what are we gonna yeah. do today? I don't know. Like, I've never really used it, but I <laughs> think that it. I don't want to say it's better, but I feel like it does remove that. Like, sure, men can still throw themselves at you on Bumble, obviously, and I'm sure it happens all the time. But I feel like it removes the opportunity for them to do it, like, way more than it does on Tinder. Yeah. To yeah. do it immediately. Yeah. 
Because rather than, like, the first message that you get from the guy is, like, oh, sit on my face or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Rather than, like, the girl. I mean, the girl could say hi, and then the guy could say sit on my face. <laughs> that's still very, a highly likely situation. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just, like, I just couldn't believe that there was a woman, like, saying that about Bumble. Like, I yeah. don't know. I just, I had never really heard someone saying I'd never heard that perspective about Bumble before. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it was just, like, interesting, I guess. Yeah, she was a little, I don't want to say aggressive, but, yeah, she was very forward about her opinion on that part. Um, We are, so the interesting thing about Anchor on your phone is that at, like, an hour, it's going to cut me off. We're at 47. So I'm just going to cut it off now, and then we'll add a third recording. Sound good? Yeah. All right. We'll be back in, like, 0.2 seconds. All right. Here we go. We're almost done. Um, okay. Fun talk time, I guess. <laughs> if that's how you want to describe it. Wacky this is when they... <laughs> Wacky Willy dildo time! Wow. <laughs> um, go listen to Secret Keepers Club. Emma Willman and Carly Aquilino. They're All the queens yeah, of life. More insp- we have so much podcast inspiration, and they are one of them. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... Okay, so they bring up the threesome concept because we see Kyle, another this guy from the beginning, again. Um, and now he's got a girl in his life who they now, like, are in somewhat of a commitment of a relationship. But it's, like, an it open... Like a relationship, but I don't know if they used that word. Yeah, I don't think they used that word. Um, and they were talking about how they swipe together now. Um, so they swipe together and look for a third. Yeah. Um, and that like helps them keep their relationship. Spicy. Spicy. Spicy relationships. Um, I don't know. I think that's an interesting concept because I have definitely passed couples on Tinder that are like, we're looking for a third. Like I've passed it where people are looking for a third person for their relationship and then for a third person sexually. Yeah. Like both concepts to me are different <laughs> and i don't yeah i don't know understand. nothing about that i I've, I've never wanted to do that i've mm-hmm. never thought for a second that was something that i would want to do but also i i just would just no see and i'm not there's just no way i'm indifferent <laughs> The only way I'm having a threesome is if I'm, like, just so fucked up that I'm, like, that sounds awesome. Let's go right now. And even then, I would probably be in it for, like, 45 seconds and be, like, I have to – my fucking Uber's here. (laughs) I got to go. See ya. Never. And that could be totally wrong and maybe it'll happen one day and and then I'll never stop doing it. But (laughs) (laughs) – And then I'll always have threesomes. Wow. Um, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting concept to bring up because it's more common nowadays. Yeah. Um, again, I do wish that they talked to, like, people from different, like, age groups at least. Yeah, like, generational and... kids. I wish they would have talked to... I mean, they did talk to a few gay people about, like, grinder and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, definitely. not... Yeah, that was interesting. I think they definitely could have thrown out the ending stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. 
I and like really gotten a lot about that on yeah the pod, honestly they could have gotten a lot less intense and kept it more casual and like brought in like lgbtq and older generations and still made a full yeah. documentary yeah that would have been more worth basically, it. basically we'll just summarize the end of it because i don't really feel the need this, to talk it's about literally it. where we are i literally wrote hard I've, left turn yeah <laughs> they just basically like take a hard left and start talking about like like porn, porn addiction porn addiction and stuff and how it affects and i do think it plays an effect on the dating scene for sure 100 it's just really but it's like okay like that's has that's been yeah. an issue for neither of us know and anything it, about it so we don't want we can't provide any insight for anybody if you know someone that's going through a porn addiction it is a very real thing definitely yeah and it does help affect them the way that you have intimate really it I feel like any type of relationship, not yeah. even intimate, not it even, affects it the affects way everything. that you relate to other people. Yeah. Like, yeah, sexually, but I feel like also or otherwise. Yeah, terms. mentally, emotionally, in any situation. And then yeah. it will affect you physically. Like, I, they mentioned in something the about, like, people with condoms, like, losing erections. Yeah. Like because they're so that, used to it. People who are, like, younger than 25 that have ED because... Yeah. And I've been in a situation where a guy had that happen to him yeah that's it's like sorry you're all welcome okay we're not like getting the senior discount at golden corral (laughs) yeah like yeah that shouldn't be happening no like we it's not like we are not shaming any of you if you have this issue go find help tell someone you can do it i believe in you (laughs) i know that doesn't mean a lot through your cell phone right now but i believe in you you can fix it that's well i don't want to say you can fix it but like you can definitely move forward with your life there's definitely a way for you to make sure that you are not subjected to something like that for the rest of your life um especially if you're as young as we are yeah um and then really if you're under 45 yeah yeah um so overall i mean yeah it was interesting um i don't know it kind of made me feel sad in a way just because like the whole thing is sad like the one girl with your name the one cheyenne girl in there and she spelled it the same she's like i feel like you know growing up i just wanted to like be like walking around the bookstore and i like run into a guy like oh i'm sorry blah blah blah. we lock eyes and we share a sweet smile and then we part ways but then we meet back up with each other later and it's just like you know and in that same story she was like that doesn't happen and it doesn't happen anymore so this is what we made instead yeah this is here where we are and it's just like shitty because you don't get the same outcomes getting going about it this way not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Doesn't even. There's no way that it even. That I haven't close. ever had a romantic. Let's think of that word again. Let's listen to it again. I've never had a romantic interaction from a dating app. People say, "Oh, I went on a date. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that." I've never had a romantic date from a dating app. Never had a romantic conversation. It's always just like, I'm, "Oh, let's." you know meet. meet up let's yeah. go to a let's movie let's get coffee blah 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 yeah let's go to fuck movie dates i don't know which podcast i was listening to the other day but like why would you want to go on a movie as a first date because you're in the dark with a stranger in a room full yeah. of other people you're not getting to know anybody 
Was that Secret Keepers Club? I think it was. It might have been. But. That's so true. I was just like, you're so fucking right. Yeah. Like, I love movies. And I used to go on dates for movies all the time. And I was just like, now that I'm an adult and I'm trying to find a real relationship, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not going on a movie to our first date. That's why Homeboy and I were trying to go to like an art festival and stuff because it's something fun and you're in public around other people doing fun things, but you also can like find a corner and have good conversation. But like, whatever. Anyways, I mean, that's really it. Yeah. The ending was rough um which is why we're here doing this for you guys so you don't have to watch the rough ending you can just listen to us talk about shit honestly like cheyenne and i have a conversation on this topic like probably three times a week yeah because we'll meet a guy on the internet and be like in some capacity yeah yeah and then you know you're just like, okay, don't catch the feels, don't catch the feels, don't catch the feels, don't you fucking dare catch the feels, catch the feels, you piece of shit. That's what I say to myself in the mirror. <laughs> don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. We should just write it at the top of our mirror. Don't catch the feels today. Love you, bye. We should put that on our board. Wow, yeah. Catch flights, not feelings. Yeah. Wow. So Francis Dominic in a nutshell, so honestly. Um, but, I mean, you know... It's just our generation these days, and we just have to suffer through it. Yeah. I think my overall thing with the documentary is that you don't need to watch it because it's your life currently. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) I just wish it, I wish the issues behind it were not as common. I wish people would just be honest. I mean, and that's about everything. Be honest about if you want a relationship or not. And that solves a lot of problems. Yeah. Because then you're not jumping you through just hoops have to, to figure be, that out. Like, my issue in that exact category is, like, being ready to hear the answer that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what, like, I definitely get fucked up about that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't want to say something if I don't, like, if there's even, like, a slight chance that it's going to be the answer that I don't want to hear, I don't want to ask the question. Right. Because See, I don't even want to deal with that. But then it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And then it's makes like, it worse. okay, and now, like, I'm going to be, like, crying in my room with my cat. For a day, and then I'm over it the next day. But yeah. still. And at least like, there's Gwen to That doesn't make that it suck any less in the moment. No. And, like, for me, it's, I don't want to say it's the opposite, but, like, it's a kind of a different spectrum of that. It's, like, for me, if I am presented with the opportunity, like, somebody's like, hey, I'm just here for fun. And I'm not feeling that. I'll be like, okay, I'm not. Bye. Or like vice versa. Hey, I'm here to, and I'm looking for a relationship. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not. Like mine is very like individual situation. Yeah, answers. like depending upon the person. Yeah, the... like if I'm interested, if you are looking for a relationship and I'm interested on, on going on a first date, I'll be like, okay, I don't know what I'm interested in, but I'd like to meet you. And they're usually pretty receptive to that. It's just like, it's when people get I feel like I never have guys or... ever, ever be like, Oh, hey, like, I'm looking for a relationship. Do you want to hang out? that, like, twice. Ever it never happened life. to me. Ever in my life. Um, I think that's it. Man. I feel like this, the internet dating scene just makes you way more vulnerable, and that sucks. Yeah, that's, it's, it's way unfortunate. scarier. Way scarier. That's a good way to put it, for sure. Well, we're going to get Tinder, maybe. Oh, yeah, Sydney still doesn't have Tinder again. 
It's in been that, a while. I in haven't used limbo. it in a, in a long time. I still have mine. I'm not super active. I, like, I'll swipe, but, like, even if I match with people, I don't do anything about it Yeah. right now. It's been months I'm not worried since I've used it. Because I just get tired. Yeah. It's my, like, evening game. Yeah. <laughs> Lay in bed, go to Tinder, some swipe go to on bed. Some Tinder, some play Sudoku. Yep. I play a word game. It's pretty cool. I don't remember what it's called, or I'd tell all of you. Um. Well. Good? It's time for bed. It's yeah. It's 11:08 p.m., guys. Help. <laughs> um yeah. Um yeah, that's all we got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed. Let's do the spiel. You can follow Gwen on Instagram yeah. at Lil Cat Gwen for cute smush face photos. We have a Christmas tree with lights on it now. So She loves it. There'll be pics of that. Um, um I guess love it. if yeah. you even relate to anything either of us have said just to like be like yeah no you're not crazy everything you're saying at least one thing you said made a little bit of sense yeah yeah let us know yeah message us on instagram either one of us really yeah um here's a question do i put my personal should i start advertising my personal in here I don't know. I don't know. I have my Instagram and Gwen's Instagram. That's all I know how to operate. Okay. Well, follow Gwen at Lil Cat Gwen. Follow Sydney at Sid M with four D's. There you go. Um, you know what? Follow me at C Jerica. If you're my friends and you're listening to this podcast, you probably already are. But like, tell your friends. <laughs> Let's get this podcast popping. Um, yeah. All right. Let me pull up the thing. Bye. Bye.